So we want to begin with a little secret for you this morning, and here's the secret. The secret is it is not humanly possible for you to know it all. Take a deep breath. You do not need to have it all. You're not required to have it all. It is just not humanly possible. None of us have the brain capacity to know all that the universe knows. Now, I get it. This secret is going to come as a huge disappointment to those family members who believe and act as if they know it all. But they don't. Even those among us who are the most centered in oneness and in perfect alignment with Source do not and cannot know it all. They have access to it all. We have access to it all. But we cannot and they cannot know it all. Now, by all, of course, we are referring to the nuances of the universe, how life unfolds and expresses, how divine consciousness evolves, knowing every single time whether to turn left or right. Even Dr. Holmes in his last sermon at the Asilomar Conference said, there will be those who come after, after us who will know more. They will not be better. They will just know more know who he was talking about? You guys. You know more. And Holmes's statement is the reflection of his awareness at the time of the evolution of divine consciousness as the consciousness of humanity. He just didn't phrase it as such. As consciousness is evolving through the consciousness of humanity, it is not possible for everyone or anyone to know it all as that evolution is ongoing and never ceasing. This secret is important for us to share because once an individual understands they cannot truly know it all, they begin to relieve themselves of the burdensome energy of trying to know it all. The energy of trying to know it all. And when that energy is released, the questions concerning life also get released. What's the universe trying to tell me? What is God's plan for my life? Why do I have this recurring pattern in my journey concerning relationships, health, job, and money? What can I do to change the circumstances? Or better yet, what can I do to change that other individual? I had someone say to me once, you know, my life would just be fantastic if I could get, just get everyone in it to change. Esther Hicks said, stop asking others to be the change that you need in order to feel better. That is the freedom you are looking for. See, we can apply this wisdom to other avenues of our journey as well and say, stop asking for the circumstances to change to be the change you need in order to feel better. That is the freedom you are looking for. Stop asking source to change, to be the change that you need in order to feel better. That is the freedom that you seek. You and I cannot change anything. All we can do is transform ourselves, change our thoughts, our mental images, and our actions. And as we change, we become aware of the role of the evolution of divine consciousness. The whole of the universe begins to shift 
and mirror that change. Divine consciousness evolves. So a natural and organic principle of evolution. Our process is to remain in alignment with source. And in doing so, remain equally natural and organic. That is the freedom we seek. And the individual asks the question, what is God's plan for my life? What is the universe trying to tell me? What's with these recurring patterns? They are asking these questions through a filter of past experience and old beliefs and thought patterns. So the answer they receive to their questions is not really an answer. It's an assumption based on their past experience, old beliefs, and thought patterns. And assumptions can be dangerous things. Right before we left for vacation, I received two notices, not one, but two, from the Florida Toll Authority for unpaid tolls. Now, we travel to Florida enough, we, we go often enough, you guys know that, that we have a toll path, and we always keep an ample amount of funds in that account to cover any tolls. And a year or so ago, after another such sabbatical, I received a notice from the toll authority with a picture of a pickup truck and tag showing the vehicle. Well, right away, it being a pickup, you know it's not mine. So we called and asked about it, and their position is, just, just so that we're clear, we have to provide proof that we don't own a pickup. And you get that proof by contacting the Georgia DMV. Oh, goody. But we jumped through all those hoops, spent a lot of time taking care of it, all that great stuff, and finally it got resolved. They removed the toll. Such a hassle. Such a waste of time. Not our car, not, a, not our tag number. Florida bureaucracy, government bureaucracy at its Now we're back to the two new notices. One from Orlando, one from Tampa. And the tag number they listed is not our tag number. The picture of the vehicle they showed, you couldn't really make it out because it was dark. It was nighttime. And, but I knew it wasn't, wasn't the convertible that I just traded and it wasn't the Jeep that I now drive. So let's just say it was a little disheartening to receive those two notices again. And I decided to wait till we got back from vacation to address the two new toll violations. They can wait for their money. So I called the first, the first notice, which was the Tampa area, a part of Florida we have not been to in well over four years. And I absolutely knew, just knew, based on my past experience, the toll authority wrong again. So I called them up, informed them of their mistake, and the person on the phone was very pleasant and informed me of all that I would have to do to get this cleared up. And I was equally pleasant and informed the individual I wasn't going to do anything other than make this courtesy call that they had a problem with their system. And the toll authority could do all the research well, they said someone would call me back in 24 hours. That's fine. 
So then I called the second notice, which is in the Orlando area, and gave them the same spiel. Not my tag, can't make out the vehicle, you have a problem. And the rep assured me the tag information they received was from the Georgia DMV, and I'm like, well, that's your problem right there. And I said, I said, it may, you may have gotten it from the DMV, but it's just, you've got the wrong information. It's not my tie. And you all have done this to me before. And I am certain you are doing it again. Then the rep asked, have you ever owned a silver Toyota Scion XD? Now, understand at this point, I'm fully in that energy of no. Not my tag, not my car. I'm, you would think I was a member of the Freedom Caucus. No! And then the energy of the question sunk in. Have you ever owned a silver Toyota Scion XD? Well, it's true. I've never driven a Toyota Scion XD a.k.a. a toaster. However, I did co-sign a loan so my sister could own a Toyota Scion XD. And my response to that question was, oh my God, I'm getting a call. I'll have to call you back. <laughs> so I called my sister up, and it seems that she decided to take advantage of the ability to have the Florida Toll Authority bill her based on her tag number. They do that. You don't have to stop and pay tolls. They'll bill you on the tag number. But she forgot that my name is the lead name on her title. And she said to me, well, I've been wondering why they were taking so long to bill me. I just assumed they forgot. And the fella called me back from the first toll authority. I had to swallow what I knew and said not a problem sorry sister's car and you know what he said he said that's okay it happens all the time <laughs> so Don Miguel in the four agreements Don Miguel reads what this he said the problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are true we could swear they are real we make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking we take it then we blame, then we blame them and react by sending emotional poison with our words. To experience the freedom we are looking for, we really want to move into the awareness to understand the secret to this poor intention, that the human consciousness simply is not designed to know it all. We need to question before action. Question before action or is often the case, question before reaction. When we move into that realization, our intention organically transforms. It evolves, if you will, from attempting to know it all to a feeling and awareness of simply being it all. In this moment of now, not knowing, not having the need to know, just having an awareness to be. And out of that awareness, the information that we need, the questions that answers to the transformation that we want to occur naturally evolves, naturally expands, and it becomes an organic process. 
simply become the outcome of this creative intelligence and consciousness. To being in alignment enough with the allness of source, allness of source, to have our every question, want, or need answered. The instant we seek the answer is about letting go of needing to know it all. It just moves into the awareness, the only the awareness, the only knowing that what I need, what I question that I have, they will be answered even before I ask. We effortlessly arrive at this state of being when we don't make assumptions. This is the title of our lesson this week. Don't make assumptions. So yes, we're in our third week, our third agreement, if you will, of Don Miguel's The Four Agreements. We had a little hiatus after the first two lessons, which are available online and then on CD. And of course, while I was on a vacation last week, Barbara Jo Call presented this wonderful lesson, Building a Mystery, which so far everyone has said they love and that Barbara was excellent. So you know she won't be back. So let's take a look now at our affirmation card for Everybody's going, is he serious? <laughs> you can assume one way or the other. So let's take a look at our affirmation card this week. It's a quote from Don Miguel, and it reads, We assume that others think the way we think, feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge, and abuse the way we abuse. This is the biggest assumption that humans make. And this is why we have a fear of being ourselves around others. See, the majority of the don't of the chapter don't make assumptions from the four agreements focuses on how when an individual make assumptions about others, they are creating a false sense of reality. They are building their assumptions based on past experience and beliefs, even out of fear of concern of what others might think or say or do. And what I want us to do this morning is to explore this from a little higher view, a little higher intention. See, because this behavior of making assumptions is a learned behavior. It is a learned behavior, a pattern of consciousness which has been practiced for so long by so many individuals, it becomes second nature function. Remember, I, I shared the thing about the full authority because you would think I would know that. But I already had that experience. But it never occurred to me that, yeah, I had co-signed the note. So we want to realize how we live our journey externally as a reflection of how we are creating our journey internally. So we want to up-level this assumption. We want to take our affirmation card and reword it just a bit to focus on this higher intention of you. So here's how it Knowing how we live externally is a reflection of how we create internally. What would the impact of Don Miguel's wisdom be on our journey if the card read, when we assume that presence, source, thinks the way we think, feels, feels the way we feel, judges the way we judge, and abuses the way we abuse? This is the biggest assumptions that human make. It is from this higher view we can honestly say 
capacity of the human consciousness, regardless of how centered or in alignment the individual consciousness believes itself to be, is unable to know all God thinks and teaches. And God itself, that which is the energy of pure love, is unable to judge or analyze. So automatically, people enter into their spirit's work with this feeling, with this assumption that they may have done something wrong or that they're going to be judged within this foreign energy of unconditional love. But presence itself doesn't have that ability. It is an irrational to enter into this wellspring of consciousness of divine good with earthly human level assumptions and to expect anything in our journey to reflect other than those same human level assumptions. We cannot know all that God knows, yet we may be all that God is in any given moment by releasing Alan Alda said something quite wonderful along these lines. He said, begin challenging your assumptions. Your assumptions are the windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while are the light. And so I love this because one of the things we want to practice and seek out in our journey for evolving consciousness, being in that one with presence, is really constantly maintaining that feel-good feeling, that energy of all is good, all is God, right? But then we approach this power of presence with our own assumptions, our assumptions of how this circumstance should or should not evolve, our assumption of how the universe may or may not respond to this particular mental image or desire that we're currently trying to unfold. When we do that, we're outlining for the universe. We don't want to outline. We just want to go in with an awareness that there is a greater opportunity to express a greater vision, a greater degree of source, more of the creative power of the universe in this moment of now. And my role is not to give the universe instruction. My role is to simply be the outlet, an ever-expanding outlet for all that creative that is what your role is. You know why that's your role? Because you have now come after others. You know more. Not better, but you know more. The question becomes, are you practicing what you know? Are you practicing? Or are we still going in with those assumptions that we learned from childhood? That somewhere there's this far off being that's angry with us. It's going to make us jump through Miguel says, whenever we make assumptions, we're asking for problems. We make an assumption, we misunderstand, we take it personally, and we end up creating a whole lot of big drama for nothing. A whole lot of big drama for nothing. And these assumptions that we make on the external world, if we're having these assumptions, these conflicts within our journey, based on our assumptions, understand it's not about what the other person did or didn't do. It's about it being a reflection of the assumptions that we're taking into our communion time with the Lord. It's a reflection of the assumptions we're making about what this power of 
folks at all times. That's what we know. The question becomes, are we practicing that knowing? Are we practicing our own beliefs and our own assumptions? And when we can get into that awareness, well, I want to practice what I now know, then we can begin to say, am I allowing, am I allowing this free flow of consciousness to come forward from my soul? Am I allowing this free flow, flow say that three times for a laugh, am I allowing this free flow of consciousness to come forward from my soul? Oftentimes, we're going to be surprised at the answer we receive. Because if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we're going to say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Was I being in that centered free flow of consciousness when I just knew the DMV headed out. No, I was not. No, I was not. I allowed all that assumption, all that energy, all that stuff we hear about the people of the DMV to begin impacting my journey. And this is what it means to be mindful. Because when we're mindful, we're going to recognize, oh, that's a mistake of consciousness that I've made that I now need so it's not good or bad. Don't beat yourself up if you make that same mistake. Just recognize that something that can now be transformed. Neville Goddard said, most of us are reflecting life and not affecting it. Love that. Most of us are reflecting life and not affecting it. Your inner speech mirrors your mind, and your mind mirrors God. You do not change your thoughts. You haven't changed their activity. And if you do not change their activity, the conditions of your life cannot change, for they are only bearing witness to the inner actions of your mind. Inner actions of your mind. This is what's so important now about our assumptions. We, we come forward with all these assumptions into our journey about other folks, and we forget that, well, wait a second, presence is kind of unconditioned unconditioned energy. And it's going to mold based on what I'm offering to the universe in this particular moment. And that's what's going to outpicture within my life. So am I offering my highest and best? Is my assumption about this individual, that circumstance, is it can it be like it always is? Has it always unfolded? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say then, what I'm truly saying at its core is my expectation of the divine is that it will unfold as the same. And if you're happy with your journey, absolutely continue that assumption. But if there's something you want to shift, then begin shifting into that awareness that, well, wait a second, I'm pure, unformed presence. Expressing, flowing, unconditioned energy. So let's allow for a greater picture, a greater image to come forward within my mind. Let's allow for greater words to come out and be expressed in this moment now. Then let's allow the universe to transform that, to reflect that. The transformation of your soul is a process of energy. It is a process of energy. And you want to focus on the energy of this feeling from the soles of your feet all the way to your bones. It is a core level Feeling, feeling, if you will, kind of like energetic waves of transformation. Just flowing, cascading in, and cascading, cascading out. And as it begins to transform your internal journey, it transforms the external, transforms the external world. It 
transformation process always begins always begins with you. So we have to say, am I ready to transform? Am I ready to let go of my assumptions? And if the answer is yes, then we proceed. If the answer is no, let's begin turning within and begin focusing on offering ourselves in that moment of Don Miguel said, we are afraid to ask for clarification. We make assumptions and believe we are right about believe we are right about the assumptions. Then we defend our assumptions and try to make someone else right. I never do that. My sister does that. Really close to call. This is the problem that we have with all their assumptions, and they begin to interact with the people in your experience. You know, if you have strong assumptions, what are you naturally going to attract in your journey? People with strong assumptions. It doesn't necessarily mean they're always going to be in alignment with your assumptions. And so that creates this conflict, this turmoil within our experience. And when we can learn to approach everyone in our journey as simply powerful expression of source energy that they are. That demonstration of the love of God, the creativity of source that I've been treating for, that I've been knowing for, visualizing for, that's what we're going to receive. So we want to begin releasing those assumptions about, well, why am I generating, why am I manifesting, attracting these types of those lead to statements such as, well, I guess I'm not worthy. I guess the universe just doesn't want me to have a new love, a new car, a new whatever. Okay? Somehow, I believe the universe is angry with me. God's just mad at me right now. You know, the universe is not now and never has been angry with anyone. It couldn't be if it wanted to only pure, unconditional love. It's here to be all that we desire through all that we are offering. Here to be all that we desire through all that we are offering. And if someone is only offering an assumption of not being worthy, the, the assumption of something or someone withholding their desire from them, the assumption that someone or something is angry with have set a law of causation into motion which must reflect as that assumption. The universe is not angry with anyone. The universe withholds nothing from no one. God itself wants you to be as powerful, as healthy, as overflowing with love, as abundant as you allow and choose yourself to be. But it is in that statement of principle that you have to begin really assessing what am I bringing to this wellspring of consciousness? Am I bringing the assumption that this is what God wants to reflect in my journey, or am I bringing into this wellspring of consciousness the assumption that God doesn't want me to have something? 
or, well, it really didn't work out well for my parents. Because if that's what we're offering, that's what we're going to be manifesting. Anthony Robbins said, if you don't set a baseline standard for what you'll accept in your life, you'll find it easy to slip into behaviors and attitudes or a quality of life that's far below what you deserve. Far below what you deserve. You deserve the best. You deserve the best life has to offer. You deserve the best the universe has to offer. You deserve the best of your highest thoughts and, the, and your best energetic expression. That's what you deserve. But all I can do is stay it. All I can do is to stay it. It is up to you to decide to transform it. If there's something in your journey right now where you don't feel as it's the best, then it's not about what the universe is, not, is or is not doing. It's about what, what am I offering or not offering? Am I offering this awareness that I deserve the best? Or am I offering an energy of thought that says something deserves to be demonstrating at a lower level than I'm demonstrating than I desire? But, you know, how can that be? I would never demonstrate or never reflect or offer an image of lack or an image of being unloved or of illness to the universe. How can that be? Well, that happens because somewhere along the line, we've bought into the external stuff of the, world, of, the, of the external world. And we begin operating our lives in such a manner. The economy is bad. It's hard to find people. Hard to find someone to all the good ones are dead. And so when we enter into our communion time, into our spiritual process, with those assumptions, with that energy already embedded within our consciousness, patterns already playing out, what we're really doing is giving direction to the universe. You know the old saying is, heal thyself, energy heal thyself, because we want to begin looking at, and again, offering a higher expression of energy than we've been offering previously. This is how we stop that process of making assumptions. Don Miguel says, the way to keep yourself from making assumptions is to ask questions. Make sure the communication is clear. If you don't understand, ask. Have the courage to ask questions until you are as clear as you can be. And even then, do not assume that you know all there is to know about a given situation. So this is really about us. Are we ready to see clarity? You know, we hear that all the time when someone requests treatment work for something, affirmative care work for something, and they'll say to the law, practitioner will ask, well, what would you like? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just want clarity. But if, if, if you're not sure about what's going on, that question of not being sure, of not being clear, that's not a reflection of you not being worthy or not being able or not deserving what you want. It is a reflection of simply there needs to be more alignment with 
thoughts. Because in that moment of now, in that moment of offering to the universe, how may I best be, how may I best express divine creative intelligence in this moment, how may I best live as this expression of God that I am. It is in that, those questions, in that moment, all is made clear. The path unfolds. And the path that you're given, the clarity that you're given, may not be what you thought it had assumed it was going to be. It could be something totally new, something you haven't even thought about before. And so now you have to say, well, you know, as the universe is evolving and I'm getting all this new divine good unfolding, am I willing and ready to change where I've been heading? Am I really willing and able to change the amount of good I thought and knew I was going to receive? Can I accept that good from a different path? Oh, that's huge. Because my assumption was I needed to go down this path. So now I'm really kind of confused. I don't know what to do. Because the universe is set. I'm, I'm clear. I'm getting messages from the universe. This is how I want to go. But it's in contradiction to where I decided, mapped out where I was going to go. And the line I want you guys to remember is from Marie Forello. Marie Forello. She is one of Oprah's new folks she has on her talk show. Her new show, I can't think about what it is. I don't know. Is it just O now? Oh, well, yeah. All hell Oprah. Anyhow, Maria Forello said, Maria Forello said, everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Isn't that great? I love that. So, when you begin to say, well, wait a second, I have a new path to go on, and I'm not sure what to do, that's your cue to come back into oneness. Just trust the process. Let all your assumptions go, because it's going to be figure out of it. And that's when your thought transforms. It is the transformation of your thought. It is a process of energy. And you want to focus on the energy of the feeling from the soles of your feet all the way to your bones, feeling that energetic wave of transformation as it transcends from the spiritual to the external world. And that process begins with you. Remember, Mr. Hicks said there's only one intention, that is to feel good. So this energy transformation, letting go of the assumption, is a feel-good energy that just kind of surprises you kind of creeps up on you in waves and waves of good. Breathe. So, Tom Miguel said, all human problems would be resolved if we would just have good, clear intentions. All spiritual conflicts would be resolved clear communication with source. This means when we enter into meditation, we want to ask questions. When we enter into interactions with others, we want to ask questions and make sure we're not making assumptions based on what we think they're saying or what we think the current circumstance is. Because the clearer we are, then the more clear we can work with the spirit. 
spiritual process. Jim Rohn said, your life does not get better by chance, it gets better by chance. Your life doesn't get better by chance, it gets better by chance. And so this is the moment when you get to decide, am I willing to change some of my assumptions? Am I willing to really look at how I'm interacting with the creative process in my spiritual work? Am I interacting from knowing that I am pure source energy, or am I interacting from an awareness or from an old idea or belief that there's something or someone out there that's going to take something from me? And when we can get to that core truth, then we can begin to change it. We can begin to change ourselves so that we're no longer trying to change this world. We're no longer trying to change the circumstance. We're simply offering pure creative energy to the pure creative energy, affirming and knowing that only the highest and best. All the glorious good of the divine that you deserve is what is, unfold, is, what is unfolding now. Isn't that much easier? Isn't that much easier when our expectation, our assumption is that it's simply going to simply going to be glorious because it's all God anyway. Operate from that awareness. You will begin to cleanse your journey of the energy of assumption. When you do that, you'll be centered constant and consistent oneness. So when here left. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me, multiplied abundantly. And if